Blog Talk Radio. All right, genius, you, you ready to get out of here and get this thing started, man? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah I'm ready. I'm, yeah, I'm, okay. on, I'm on top of it. What's, what's he going to do? That's in my car. Give, give me the keys. What do you mean? What do you mean the keys? You know, what I mean the keys. Key. You just press hey, man, the button you, right there. Because yeah. you press the you button. I got the keys back here. Press, press, press the button. button. Yeah, just press no, the button. man. No, I, I need a key. Hey, uh, man, this is a new car, man. This is one of them, you know, 2000. Oh, man, this is stupid. I don't want to do that, man. I, <laughs> But, yeah, I gotta protect uh, well, my just, finger, well, man. Well, you just sit there then, in that case. Oh, man, it's a genius. I knew you were gonna act like that. Button, Come on, man, let's get this get thing moving. Home, boy. All you gotta do is press you the button. Let's go. Okay, I'll press it then.
Welcome to the Grotto. This is your old pal, Daddy G, along with Tarzan. And we have in the Grotto thus far, we have the girl with the crimson hair, Brenda Joe. For the people's eyes, welcome to the house. He is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. And while we wait for the rest of the world to show up, as they are typically fashionably late to the Grotto, I'm going to start with some music. Yeah, let's do this. Let's just start it off with a great big bang. Tape five. Subscribe to the Big Bong Theory. God smoked a big bong. And oof, here we are. <laughs> hey, have yourself some e-cocktails. 
yourself to some of those hot eaters. And uh, yeah, you guys are here. Wait for the rest of the world. And we're just going to just do it. Let's do it. 11 hour acorn lane. Let's do it. It's a it's an older older song. I mean, it's from one of her older albums, uh, but it's been remixed by Pisk, P I S K. Check it out. You don't love me, Pisk remix. Another day, another night got me thinking. What is it with him? He's naturally moving slow. 
screaming Surrounded by friends that's got to end, I need to know That the revolution's here 
Oh, 
What can I say? The girls got pipes. <laughs> Carl Emerald. Take it, big bad voodoo daddies. <laughs>
Oh, let's make it a bifecta. You got to watch out for the funny river. Say, man, what's wrong with that cat over there? I don't know, man. I think he's losing his mind. Losing his mind? Yeah. I think he lost his mind.
rag bag with a rip zip to look plenty hip to see my son descend. Yes, I want to look keen, so my dream will say, ain't I the lucky fella? So keen that he'll scream, baby, you sure look mellow. So make a brown gown with a zop top, hip slip and a lace waist in the shopping place to see my son Got a suit, suit with the wreath, complete with the drapes, chain and stuff, cuff to look sharp enough, see my Sunday gown. I got a brown gown with a zop top, a hip slip and a lace waist in the shopping place, see my Sunday fame. I want to look keen, so my dream will say, you don't look like they both. So keen that I'll scream, here comes my walking rainbow. Lovely Dorothy Dandridge. Yes, she's enough to start a zoot suit riot.
cocktail, yourself some of those hot e-derves, or you could have some peanuts from the peanut vendor.
Yeah. Dizzy Gillespie. And to commemorate our fifth anniversary back last Wednesday, listen, honey, they're playing our song. Make it a bifecta with go around to the back bay and do a little shuffling from 1938. Back bay shuffle.
Take a cut capers. Say what?
listening to Daddy G Radio in the Grotto. Another Daddy G sing along. Whee! That's right. You know the words. You know the drill. Come on, follow the bounce ball. Everybody sing. J'avais envie de dire bonjour à n'importe qui N'importe qui, ce fut toi Je t'ai dit n'importe quoi Il suffisait de te parler pour t'apprivoiser
some comedy. Let's hear from this guy. Little Bill He was ahead of his time. He was so far ahead of his time, his parents hadn't even met yet. Bill, the late, great Bill, Bill Hicks. Time for a little comedy. So I don't drink. I don't do drugs anymore. 
I used to take drugs and I quit. But I'll tell you something. I have nothing against drugs whatsoever. That's kind of weird, huh? You've never heard that one. Used to take drugs, quit, and have nothing against them. Wow, never heard that. Let's hear more. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you something else. I know this is not a very popular idea. You don't hear it very often anymore. But it's the truth. <laughs> I have taken drugs before, and uh, I had a real good time. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't murder anybody, didn't rob anybody, didn't rape anybody, didn't beat anybody, didn't lose mm, one fucking job, laughed my ass off, and went about my day. Sorry. Now, where's my commercial? I'll be the guy holding that skillet in that commercial, man. That ain't a brain, that's breakfast. Let's eat. What have we been up? Five days now? I'm fucking starving. I find that commercial a tad insulting to my intelligence. You know the one? Here's your brain. I've seen a lot of things on drugs, but I have never, ever, ever looked at an egg and thought it was a fucking brain, not once. I have seen UFOs split the sky like a sheet, but I have never looked at an egg and thought it was a fucking brain, not once. I have had seven balls of light come off of a UFO, lead me onto their ship, explain to me telepathically that we are all one and there's no such thing as death. But I've never looked at an egg and thought it was a fucking brain. Now, maybe I wasn't getting good shit, but... Uh, That's what I hate about the war on drugs, I'll be honest with you, it's what I can't stand, is all day long we see those commercials, here's your brain, here's your brain on drugs, just say no, why do you think they call it dope? So I don't drink, and then the next commercial is, this buzz for you. Come on everybody, let's be hypocritical bastards. It's okay to drink your drug. <laughs> we meant those other drugs, those untaxed drugs. Those are the ones that are bad for you. Nicotine, alcohol, good drugs. Coincidentally, tax drugs. Ooh, how does this fucking work? Thank God they're taxing alcohol, man. It means we got those good roads we can get fucked up and drive on. Thank God they're taxing this shit, man. We'd be doing donuts in a wheat field right now. Thank God we're on a highway. Woo! This is a good drug. Because I'll tell you something, I'll be honest, man. If, if I were going to legalize a drug, it sure wouldn't have been alcohol. Sorry, there's better drugs and better drugs for you. That's a fact. You may stop your internal dialogue. But Bill, alcohol's an acceptable part. Shut the fuck up. You're wrong. Okay? Okay. Shit, man. Not only do I think marijuana should be legalized... I think it should be mandatory. I'm a hardliner. 
think of that, man. You're getting traffic behind somebody. Shut up and smoke that. It's the law. Oh, sorry, I was taking life seriously. Oh, man, who's hungry? That'd be a nice world, wouldn't it? Quiet, mellow, hungry, high people everywhere. Just Domino's pizza trucks passing each other. Every single highway, parades of Domino's. Let them get stuck in traffic, all our pizzas will be free. I'm a fucking dreamer, man. But I'm not the only one. Dreamers, man. Pot is a better drug than alcohol. Fact. Fact. Stop your internal dialogue. But Bill, alcohol. Shut up! You're wrong. Get over it. Okay? Okay. I'll prove it to you, man. You're at a ball game or a concert and someone's really violent and aggressive and obnoxious. Are they drunk or are they smoking pot? Which is it? Drunk! They're drunk. I have never seen people on pot get in a fight because it is fucking impossible. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, what? Hey, hey. End of argument. Say you get in a car accident and you've been smoking pot. You're only going four fucking miles an hour. <laughs> Shit, we hit something. Oh, uh-uh, uh-uh. We got rear-ended by a Domino's truck, man. Just a better world. not promoting the use of drugs. I'm just telling you, I've had good times on them. That's the truth. I've also had bad times on them too, okay? But I've had good and bad relationships, and I'm not giving up pussy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bill, and I'm a pussyholic. I like the way it smells. I like the way it tastes. And, uh... Keep coming back, man. Keep coming. You're in the right place. I'm not proud of this moment, all right? It happened. I moved on. There is a point. Is there a point to all this? Let's find a point. Is there a point to my act? I would say there is. I have to. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. And the ride goes up and down and round and round. It has thrills and chills, and it's very brightly colored, and it's very loud, and it's fun for a while. Some people have been on the ride for a long time, and they begin to question, is this real, or is this just a ride? And other people have remembered, and they come back to us, and they say, hey, don't worry, don't be afraid, ever, because this is just a ride, and we kill those people. <laughs> Shut him up. We have a lot invested in this ride. Shut him up. Look at my furrows of worry. Look at my big bank account and my family. 
this has to be real. It's just a ride. But we always kill those good guys who try and tell us that. You ever notice that? And let the demons run amok? But it doesn't matter because it's just a ride. And we can change it anytime we want. It's only a choice. No effort, no work, no job, no savings of money. A choice right now between fear and love. The eyes of fear want you to put bigger locks on your door, buy guns, close yourself off. The eyes of love instead see all of us as one. Here's what we can do to change the world right now to a better ride. Take all that money we spend on weapons and defense each year and instead spend it feeding, clothing, and educating the poor of the world, which it would many times over, not one human being excluded, and we can explore space together, both inner and outer, forever in peace. Bill Hicks, he was ahead of his time. Yes, sir. Fear or love, what is your choice to be? George Carlin here is talking about the coronavirus. Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing, germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous lengths in prisons. Before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's true. Well, well, they don't want you to get an infection. And you can see their point. Wouldn't want some guy to go to hell and be sick. It would take a lot of the sportsmanship out of the whole execution. Fear of germs. Why these? Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs. What are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid shit? I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get sick, you're going to die, and you're going to deserve it because you're fucking weak and you got a fucking weak immune system. Now, all right, God damn it. Hey. All right. Let me tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River, and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? We swam in raw sewage, you know, to cool off. And at that time, the big fear was polio. Thousands of kids died from polio every year. But you know something? In my neighborhood, no one ever got polio. No one ever. You know why? Because we swam in raw sewage. It strengthened our immune systems. The polio never had a prayer. We were tempered in raw shit. So. 
And you know something? In spite of all that so-called risky behavior, I never get infections. I don't get them. I don't get colds. I don't get flu. I don't get headaches. I don't get upset stomachs. And I, you know why? Because I got a good, strong immune system, and it gets a lot of practice. Now, there's one thing you might have noticed I don't complain about. Politicians. Everybody complains about politicians. Everybody says they suck. Yeah. Well, where do people think these politicians come from? They don't fall out of the sky. They don't pass through a membrane from another reality. They come from American parents and American families, American homes, American schools, American churches, American businesses, and American universities, and they're elected by American citizens. This is the best we can do, folks. This is what we have to offer. It's what our system produces. Garbage in, garbage out. If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, if you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. And term limits ain't going to be any good. You're just going to wind up with a brand new bunch of selfish, ignorant Americans. So maybe, maybe, maybe it's not the politicians who suck. Maybe something else sucks around here, like the public. Yeah, the public sucks. There's a nice campaign slogan for somebody. The public sucks. Fuck hope. Fuck hope. Because if it's really just the fault of these politicians, then where are all the other bright people of conscience? Where are all the bright, honest, intelligent Americans ready to step in and save the nation and lead the way? We don't have people like that in this country. Everybody's at the mall. Scratching his ass, picking his nose, taking his credit card out of his fanny pack and buying a pair of sneakers with lights in them. <laughs> so I have solved this little political dilemma for myself in a very simple way. On election day, I stay home. I don't vote. Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't vote. Two reasons. Two reasons I don't vote. First of all, it's meaningless. This country was bought and sold and paid for a long time ago. The shit they shuffle around every four years <laughs> doesn't mean a fucking thing. And secondly, I don't vote because I believe if you vote, you have no right to complain. People like to twist that around, I know. They say, they say well, if you don't vote, you have no right to complain. But where's the logic in that? If you vote... And you elect dishonest, incompetent people, and they get into office and screw everything up. Well, you are responsible for what they have done. You caused the problem. You voted them in. You have no right to complain. I, on the other hand, who did not vote, who did not vote, who, in fact, did not even leave the House on Election Day, I'm in no way responsible for what these people have done and have every right to complain as loud as I want about the mess you created that I had nothing to do with. So I know. Thank you so
Thank you all for joining me tonight, even though I wasn't coming apart. Thank you, my dear sweet girl with the crimson hair, Brenda Joe, uh, Duck Northwest, people's eyes. Thanks for coming, guys. And remember, it's a new moon, so set your intentions for uh, each other, for the planet, for uh, yourselves, uh, for your safety, for your freedom, and stay safe, stay healthy. Remember, I love me some y'all. Good night, everybody. Diwali. So happy Diwali, everybody, those of you Hindus who celebrate this, the India New Year, coming of the New Year, and Festival of Lights. Blessed Diwali, everybody. Be safe. I love you some y'all. Good night, everybody.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.